Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. Quote by Victor Franklin. Big. Welcome to the One Love Sports Podcast, you know, where we serve quick bites on hot sporting topics and matchups. I am Lance Thomas, and as usual, here with me is Mario Pottinger. What's up, Lance? How are you, man? Yeah, man? Good to have you again. Um, looking forward to all of what is on the table here today. Mario, of course, represents Live Sports Media. This is the fastest, most action-packed 30 minutes in all of sport. And first, if we take a look at the sporting events over the last week starting with the NBA last Friday night the Nuggets went to the Mavs and but destroyed well well sorry no they destroyed the Mavs you know 106 75 performance Mavs had a really bad night shooting night 30 percent scoring from the floor every Maverick had a bad night in fact all-star Doncic went five for 18 even the Nuggets weren't looking too great themselves I mean Jokic scored 11 points on a bruised knee. He wasn't fully healthy. You know, it was really a massacre though. It was a 31-point uh, victory for the Nuggets. Mario, did we learn anything or just confirm what we already knew? Confirms what we already knew. The Mavericks, Rick Carlisle was keeping them together and I don't think Jason Kidd has helped them to improve. Kristaps and Doncic just don't want to play with each other. <laughs> Interesting. They don't want to play with each other. Okay, that's your conclusion. Uh, Tottenham, over in the EPL on Saturday, Tottenham and Manu, last Saturday, Tottenham and Manu squared off, and Manu came out dominant over the an uninspired-looking Spurs, three love uh, winners. Then earlier on this week, Antonio Conte was brought in as the new manager for Spurs. Is this a new look Spurs? What should we expect from this move, Mario? Either a very good relationship that, like you said... Yeah, it feels like an odd couple relationship there where, you know, it's really two rejects who, who can either come together and um, try to prove the world wrong or suffer in their own demise. In cricket, it's ashes there in the T20 World Cup where the Aussies took on England and were embarrassed. Uh, they were crushed by England. England seems to be cruising the tournament here. They look to be firm favorites. Uh, very, very remarkable in all of their games. And in their group, they're the leaders. In the other group, Pakistan is leading. Um, unbeaten as well. And looking really, really good uh, to go to the finals. What, are, what, what is your take on what's happening in the T20 World Cup so far? Mario. I think that England haven't shown me a weakness yet and they've mm. had top challenges. That's the difference. And I think with Pakistan, I trust England a bit more than Pakistan. And I agree. And I can sympathize with you saying that. I don't trust England in sports, to tell you the truth. Um, and as great as they're looking now, just tell me more that likely something is going to happen and they're going to, at a critical moment, over into the NFL where they Colts entertained the Titans last Sunday and the Titans squeezed out a 34-31 victory but lost 
Derek Henry, their all-star running back to injury. Should we forget about the Titans without Derek, Mario? Whether they had Derek or not, they would still be the Titans. And listen, I have not been the greatest fan of the NFL. So I didn't, I guess I didn't see Adrian Peterson that much in his prime, <laughs> but Mm. You would have to tell me. You think a 36-year-old Adrian Peterson who has been bouncing around after the Vikings and the Detroit, do you think he can at least hold the fort down? Adrian Peterson was as good as they, they, they come in his day. Yes. No, well, yeah, yes. In, in some way. I mean, well, no one really... You have to go way, way back to find someone with the kind of power that Derek Henry has. Um, but Adrian Peterson was a beast you know all day that was his nickname but agent but running backs have a very short life in the NFL you know so they they, they have a burst of about three four years sometimes even five and it's very hard to survive and have a long career as a running back in the NFL for Adrian Peterson to be still hanging around is even remarkable I don't expect a lot but they have a very good coach and a very good system in Tennessee and so it wouldn't shock me if they find ways for him to be successful. But do I expect him over the course of the season to be dominant? No. Can he help them to pull out a win in a one game? Yes. Over into the Champions League, where Liverpool hosted Atletico Madrid Wednesday. And, oh, Liverpool looked so smooth. There was no sign of the weak fence. Look like a wall. Yes, because Atletico was suffering from a red card early in the first half, brought upon them by Suarez, and was on the back foot throughout the match. Do you think Klopp has Simeone figured out? Uh, no, I think Simeone is in the line of Sir Alex and Arsene Wenger, where it's either it's time for him to transition this squad or leave Atletico. Not because he's done bad for Atletico, but you've done all you can. Mm, I, I think so too. I, it seems to me like he has hit a ceiling here. Because I don't I haven't seen Atletico progressing doing much. It was Barcelona at their and uh, Real Madrid at their and at their best holding and keeping Atletico away from titles. Now they are weakened and Atletico is still struggling. So I think there's something, there is a hint for a change there in some way or some shape or form. We jump over into the UFC where Vettori took on custom. Um, and there were a lot of close contests which you were salivating about, Mario. How did it turn out? This was um, as expected. This card was as expected. Well, it wasn't the Vettori card. It was uh, Jan Blahovic and Glover Teixeira, UFC 267. Uh, we spoke oh. about that one last week, Vettori. Yes. yes. This, this one okay. lived up to it. Granted, the fights were a lot faster than we expected, but yes. it was exciting knockouts and exciting submissions. Excellent. And I know that you have uh, some more to say about the upcoming UFC card this weekend as well. An even better card. Uh, even better card. Now, you know, the, you know, the um, events that took place over the last week, you know, Man City lost, Tampa Bay lost. There were two surprises. Lakers struggles still continue you know but i must say all of this congrats to the atlanta braves who dominated the astros houston astros and capped off an impressive playoff run to win their fourth world series and first since 1995 astros by the way were making their uh their third 
World Series appearance in the last five years. So they really were on the verge of trying to make claims to start in a dynasty, but it wasn't to be as the Braves weathered the storm and came yeah. home victorious. Yeah, but after we have for Atlanta, um, <laughs> having lost out on the NFL on the Super Bowl uh, a few years ago when Tom Brady went and spoiled it for them. But are, overall, are, are, wait, are, quick question, can yes. I have quick or did they shoot themselves yes, in the foot? Yeah, repeat that. Or did they shoot themselves in the foot? They did. They did. They did. And um, they did. That's why I, I sympathize with them. and happy that at least they are receiving some measure of joy. Now, one word or phrase or term that I usually ask you to describe last week in sports. Underrated and entertaining. It was matches that we weren't expecting much from, but we're still very entertained by. My word is, um, I think the injury bug was flying around because all over, you know, with a, and particularly in the NFL, we had Derrick Henry going down, Jameis Winston going down, you know, Dak was already that, down. Yeah, and Dak wasn't was, playing. As we always say, you know, that the greatest, ab greatest ability in sports is availability. Injury always is an expert, particularly in a contact-heavy sport such as the NFL. Can I add something quick, please? It, that, it goes back to what I was saying about unexpectedly entertaining because we don't know who that Jets quarterback was. We don't know who the Saints quarterback was, Seaman. Um, Cooper Rush, we know Cooper Rush, but like he's a backup. And they still didn't play ugly. It was still yeah. an entertaining weekend despite backup quarterback. It's amazing. I don't remember quite remember the number, but um, you know, definitely above expectation. So looking forward to the next uh seven days in sports coming up, uh, where we review across the EPL, La Liga, and into NFL and NBA, and even in the world of boxing, we look at the next uh the most intriguing matchups. Uh, on on show. This is week 11 out of 38 for the EPL and on Saturday morning, bright and early. I don't recall seeing these kind of mouth-watering contests being so early on the card. I mean, Saturday morning, bright and early, you have the Manchester Derby. Manu is fresh off a two, uh, of um, their 2-1 victory over Atalanta in the Champions League. And, at, and the three-love trashing of Spurs last weekend. Man City's licking its wounds after losing to Palace last weekend. Who would have thought? I mean, when I look at the whole picture, it's, it's puzzling to me with all of what has Manu has been through and all of the flat they have taken. It's surprising to me that they're in a situation now where if they win against Man City, they could equal the unequal points. That's amazing. What, what, what do you think about that, um, um, Mario? I think that, strangely, I think that it's another blowout win against Manchester United. Mm. The more I'm hearing that, the more I'm feeling it's not going to happen. Over into La Liga, where we have match our week 13 of 38, Real Betis will square off with Sevilla on Sunday at 3 p.m. Betis is recovering from a three-love trashing by Atletico. Uh, Betis is showing a very leaky, leaky defense. Sevilla handed seventh place Osasuna a uh, two-love. Are you seeing another defeat for Betis on the horizon? Well, the El Grande derby in Sevilla is one of the less talked about derbies, but 
it's um Metis has always been a score first defend. They've never thought about defense before. That's that's the, yeah. that's why they've been in the positions that they've been in. They've always right. been an entertaining team. Sevilla, this this I see this match being four four. Wow, high scoring draw. Wow. Yeah, the, yeah, it's always been that way between these two teams. Again, it's a Seville yeah. derby, El Grande. I don't mm. know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I think it's El Grande oh. derby. Yeah. But it it's the Seville derby. You know, like how you have the North London derby, the Manchester mm-hmm. derby, the Milan derby. Mm-hmm. This is for mm-hmm. Seville. Okay. Leads the Bundesliga with 25 points. One point over Dortmund. And three points ahead of third place, Freiburg. But Freiburg is yet to lose this season. And they are boasting a very solid defense, conceding less than a goal a game. Boasting one of the best offensive records in Europe. Will Bayern be able to break down this Freiburg defense? I think they will. They just have too much attacking talent. And again, Freiburg is one of those teams that right now is resting on the fact that the Bundesliga isn't taking them seriously. Mm. They're saying they just haven't run into the likes of Bayern yet. That's why they're looking so good. It's not running to, is that when the teams run into them, they don't take them serious. Okay. So, okay. so even if they do play at um, teams that have are bigger than them, the Leverkusen's, the Gladbach's, mm-hmm. Dortmund's, Wolfsburg's, they don't take them seriously because they're expecting them to be a relegation team. Okay. It's round 12 this weekend of 38 in the Syria. And on Sunday at 2.45 p.m., you will have the Milan Derby. The unbeaten duo of Napoli and AC Milan are tied at the top of the Serie 31 points. Napoli having a nose in front and the strength of a superior uh, defensive record. They have given up only three goals in Syria so far. This is one of the best record in Europe. Now, AC Milan with coach Stefan Pioli. Yeah, they edged Fourth place Roma 2-1 last weekend, while third place Inter have won their last two matches after being held to a 1-1 draw with Juve two weeks two weekends ago. What are we expecting from this latest Milan derby? A high-scoring derby. I know that these derbies in Italy have been lacking goals, like Roma mm-hmm. Milan 2-1-1 between Juve and Inter. But this is the one where the goals will um, be spread out. I don't know. I, can't, I honestly can't tell you which one of the teams is going to win. Both have been inconsistent in terms of, even though they're still getting wins, both have been inconsistent of the, how they've won. Mm. So I mm. can't tell you who is going to win, but I see 3-2, whoever wins. And on to the NBA, leaving the world of soccer. Now we have some very interesting matchups in the NBA. Now Miami Heat, if you look at the Eastern Conference, Miami Heat... And the Chicago Bulls are tied at the top with 6-1 records. I can't say entirely surprising, but encouraging for the Knicks. Slow start from Nets, Hawks, Bucks, Celtics, who are uh, flaunting and losing records. But it's early. It's early days. Then over on to the Western side of things, Western Conference, you have the Utah Jazz and Golden State Warriors, first and second, respectively, in Western Conference. Golden State looking really good in the early season. and without uh, Clay Thompson being um, having joined back action yet. But the game we want to look at and the team we want to look at, uh, if you look at the next seven-day stretch, the team that you cannot take your eyes off is the Heat. For the next 
six games after playing Celtics Heat will be facing the Jazz, then the Nuggets, the Lakers, Clippers, and then Jazz again. That's a very stacked line, all within an eight-day stretch. Looking at the Heat versus Jazz coming up on Saturday, what can we expect from that? I don't know if the Jazz are going to replicate last season's form. I don't know if Mike Connolly will stay fit. Yeah. And I cannot say just one thing overall about sports now with the whole scheduling thing. Yes. I've been noticing across all sports, no matter which one you pick, they're setting it up in a way that all of the big games are early, so you end with the same big game. Which 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 is a good thing. Oh no, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. For example, the English Premier League, um, you won't have teams ending up playing Everton, Crystal Palace, and Brighton on their final day. Yes. There's a strong start and a strong end. Yeah. Well, it's it, it's a very interesting series of games coming up for the Heat. And I think by next week, we will have a better idea of what this Heat team is made of. They have been doing pretty well on the strength of, as usual, very good defense. They have a good management system there. And so looking forward, especially when they go to, to, to Staples, take on Lakers and then Clippers and, and back-to-back nights of action. Uh, so, a lot to look forward to there. But in the NFL, we're at the mid-season point of the NFL, and we have a couple of interesting games which have been a bit, uh, they, well, the shine has, has, has rubbed off a little bit of some of those games because of injuries. Uh, in the case of Packers, Aaron Rodgers, not injured, but tested positive for COVID. Overall in the, in the NFL, there are no more unbeaten teams for the Cardinals having lost last week. Four teams now have a one-loss record and they're all in the NFC. Cowboys, Rams, Packers, and Cardinals. The top five offense are Bucks, Cardinals, Rams, Bills, and Titans. Notice I haven't called Cowboys because they are sixth in terms of offense. But what I noticed also is top five defense. You have Bills, Saints, Cardinals, Broncos, and Steelers. So when you look at the offense and the defense, you see two names recurring in this top five list. And those are Bills and the Cardinals. Ah, that's a good question. Should we make much of that? I'm not sure yet, mm. in all fairness. Because okay. these teams had, both of these teams had okay, well, not the Cardinals maybe, but the Bills to me are just a team that needs to make that next step. And yes. that's just from experience. I right. don't think it's necessarily pieces they're missing. Right. And for the Cardinals, yes, I think it's impressive that they've improved defensively because they've always had a high power offense. So with Derek Henry's, this should be a walkover game for Rams. Facing um, when they entertain Titans and Sun. Yes, because Tannehill is Tannehill is a good quarterback. The system and Derrick yes. Henry can make him look like an MVP candidate. Yes. When you just give Tannehill the game to, to take for himself, he's just a good quarterback. 
Okay, so you're saying that not enough firepower there. Boxing, the big fight this weekend. Canelo Alvarez is Caleb, and that's on Saturday night. I think all belts are up for the taking in this fight. Mario, I know you must be salivating. What can we expect in this matchup? I've never seen Canelo like hate somebody before. Mm. Canelo, Canelo has always been somewhat stoic towards his opponent. He's always had self-belief, but like, He's never, I've never seen Canelo want to hurt somebody before. And I think Caleb Plant is one of those young guys whose record is tricking him. Yeah, you have a 21 and 0 record with 12 knockouts, but you've never faced a guy like Canelo. There's none of your opponents that are Canelo's standard. Sounds like you think Canelo's going to take this one. Definitely. I'd be Mm. shocked if Caleb wins this. Granted, mm. he's a good young boxer coming up. I don't want people to underestimate him. I don't want to think people to think Canelo is just going to walk over this guy. There's a reason why he has 12 knockouts and 21 wins. Mm-hmm. And he's and that's why he's and he's also undefeated. But if there's anybody to put that first L on his record, it would be Canelo. All right, there's it for our previous segment. We now move over to timeouts where we have a very special guest in just a moment. Okay, welcome to Time Out. Welcome to my house. So we have now Stephen Barnes as our special guest this evening. Stephen Barnes. Oh, that's a long history. Uh, Steve, Stephen, how are you doing, Stephen? I'm good enough. Giving thanks. Not complaining at all. Great. Stephen, coming up, we spend weekends at each other's house. You know, knew each other's family really well. You know, those were, were great days. I mean, I look back at primary school, um, always, it's always nostalgic, you know, Stephen. Yeah, man, when, when, were, they, when, when they talk about good old days, this is what they're talking about. Yes, man. Yes, man. Definitely. <laughs> you know, as far as I remember, Stephen, I was, I think we were in the same class from grade one, you know. Yes. I, I didn't really know you that much in grade one, grade two. Right. Um. I think I perhaps started getting to know like grade three or grade four. You know, Growing up both, yeah. Yeah, about that time. Because I remember going, I remember, I can't remember all of my teachers enough. I remember Miss Yu was in grade one. In grade one. And she, and she became Johnson Morgan in grade two. Miss Johnson Morgan. Then Miss Bailey in grade three. Then, then Miss Hastings in grade things four, four. And Miss Meekly in grade five. Right, yes, man. Yeah. Remember all of them. <laughs> so 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 what are you up to these days? Well, um I'm a primary school teacher, you know. Okay, okay. And okay. I don't for, for some strange reason they trust me to to um teach their, <laughs> their children. <laughs> so, I, so I teach them math and I teach them um ICT. Oh math and ICT, okay. Yeah man. So 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 what is the most enjoyable part of your job? Ah, uh, I'm going home. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but seriously, no, seriously, um to 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 see the scholastic growth yes. in the students yes. and yes. to know that I had a role to play in that. Yes. It, it, yes. it gives me a satisfaction I can't really explain, honestly. 
Wow, wow, you do it. You are fulfilled by your job. That's really what yeah, you want from a job, you know. Yes. 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 So I I I was looking at your the form you fill out, you know, as part of the <laughs> Sports 360 group and I was like right. I see your name, your, your good list and, and 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 I'm like I see the names you have, you know, very respected names. I mean, I mean, nobody would want to contest that you know to say that you, you, you chose your choices were not uh respectable choices you know, but right. i noticed that there was no michael jordan all right well tell me tell me let, tell, yeah tell me let me let me yes. um let me admit yes. that list it's not a comprehensive list we, we it was limited to three so you had so i, I know it could be many more but it was in top three So, right. Yes. So um cuz I, I I could go on. So um yes. if if Jordan is definitely a good. Yes. All right? Yes. yes. Um in in his field but um if if we're talking I mean I don't know much about NFL but I mean right. um the the discussion Dan Marino and Tom Brady those names yes. could come up. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. If if we're talking about baseball then Babe Ruth or even Willie Mays could come yes. up. Yes. Cricket. Yes. Yes. Garfield Sobers, Viv Richards, yes. Yes. or even yes. Atlas, George yes. Headley. Yes, right. Yeah, right. So there, there are many names I, I could have included, but um, it's it's your fault. You only limited limited it to to three. <laughs> See, yes, I'm Jordan couldn't squeeze into your top three. Because um, you, 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 you see, you have, yes, there were so many names to choose from. Yes. Um, yes. I, I just write down the, the the three that came readily to mind. Without giving it much thought. Okay. Well, fair enough. And for for complete disclosure, your top three are Ali, Pele, and Bolt. No sports movies. I ask you about your favorite sports movie. And um, come on, bro. Come on. And I, I, I'll I'll confess again. Yeah. Um, you just couldn't remember the names of any. At the time, I couldn't remember. But I've yes. never really been a fan of sport movies. Um, yes. But if if I'm pressed, yes. then um, I could include a few. Um, I mean, yes. Million Dollar Baby. That's a sport movie as well. Yes, of course. Eastwood, of course. Right? Yes, Clint Eastwood um, and um, what's her name? I don't remember. Right. I, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Her, yeah. She 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 slipped. The name slipped me right yes. now. But um, yes. Will Smith was good in Ali. Yes. Yes. And yes. um, this this one I'm not sure if you know this one. The way back with Ben Ben Affleck. I oh, I, I have never seen that. I have I have never seen that. Yeah, you you, you okay. can you can um way back, way back, right. okay. the way back, uh, right? What 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 sport was that was was featured there? Basketball. Basketball. Okay. Right. No, no time for sports these days. Uh, you um yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> I I usually link up with some old boys like myself on a monday night and yes. we, we play some football but um that got discontinued covid um or before but, covid right um round about covid time okay, okay. um there are some other um groups of players around the place but i can't play with any and anybody because trust mm-hmm. me when 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 they're too young no like man. they're playing yes. yeah they're yes. Playing yes. To prove yes. something and yeah yes yeah, yeah my bones are old Yes, yes. And for the uh, upcoming week, sporting uh, event, you're most looking forward to. I have two games that I'm just 
I can't wait. I'm salivating. Yes. I, I can't wait for those two. And I can't guess one of them. I can't, I can't guess one of them. I can't guess one of them. I know one of them is Saturday morning early. Yes, man, definitely. Um, yes. Man, you and Man City. Yes, yes. Yes, I I, I expect Man U to put up a, 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 a better fight this yes. time around than they did with Liverpool. Yes. But I still expect City to be comfortable winners. Wow. And yes. of course, on Sunday, the big one, West Ham uh, versus my team, Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, the Hammers, they're playing some good football right now. They they, they, they are scoring goals because I yeah. think they're, they, they, they scored the third. They're in the third position now where, when it comes to um, the number of goals scored okay. behind Liverpool and Chelsea, I think. Okay. okay. Um, Antonio, Antonio is scoring and he's assisting as well. Yes, yes. Dangerous, dangerous guy. I think um, he is third as well behind Salah and Vardy. Okay. Well, you see, uh, I was expecting a bit more from Antonio. West Ham delivered the last weekend when they played at Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. It was yes, the clash. It was, was a clash. Was of one. Yeah, it was a clash of the two Jamaicans. Um, right. Right. Leon Bailey and Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they didn't really show up. Uh, Leon Bailey wasn't. I don't know if he's just coming back from. But he's coming from not, coming back from yes. an injury. Yeah, not sharp. Not really as right. sharp. You know, I could see he wasn't. His game wasn't sharp. Right. Um, but still encouraging. And Antonio <laughs> wasn't in the thick of things. But West Ham will uh, really, really, really dismantle Aston Villa. And so, I, I tell you what, West Ham they are averaging at least two goals per game. So they are strike force. So you, you expect yeah, Sunday to so, be a high scoring affair. I, I I do. Okay, because do. Liverpool has a, has a very nice weak fence. <laughs> we, you know, which... Yeah, which, we, we, which, just, we just hope yeah. West Ham the lead on it too, 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 <laughs> too much. So, so, well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, man. Th- really, th- really, thanks really, for having me. Yeah, man, definitely. Um, you know, we go way back and it's good to reconnect and to know that you're still... Uh, very very excited and enthused about sports you know really it's really part of my life brother so it's good to know i have um a brother i mean i'm in i'm in good company count on. <laughs> yes repeat man. that repeat that i'm saying you're in good, I, company. You're in good company yes yes man. Yeah, man definitely all right there we have it time out with stephen barnes member of the sports 360 whatsapp group uh fun memories Good stuff. Welcome to Fast Break, where we do quick takes on hot, burning, burning issues in the world of sports. We're looking at first up in the English Premier League. We mentioned earlier that they were walloped by Manchester United in an uninspired display. And Antonio Conte was given, was really, yeah, it was really a matchup of, as we said, the odd couple. Uh, again, I asked Mario, is there any hope inside the partner? No, I because Conte didn't want the job in the summer. And like I said, like the players know that. It wasn't yeah. something that he hid. So he doesn't want to be there. 
the, his playing style is going to make the players not want to play for him because if you did not like Mourinho, you're not going to like Conte's playing style. And then in the NFL, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. seemed like the serial problem child. Now in a trade or a no trade situation with Cleveland Browns. It has been a season, seasons of discontent for Odell Beckham Jr. with his stint in um, Cleveland. Unhealthy relationship with the quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Problem kid, OBJ, or Cleveland's poor management of organization. Neither, actually. Because if you look at Baker's first set of matches with OBJ, or just overall, Every yeah. time OBJ is on the field, yeah. the reason why the Cleveland Browns play worse is because OBJ is he's being forced the ball. Baker actually tries to force the ball mm-hmm. to him too much. When when OBJ got his injury last year is when the Browns took off because he was spreading it around. Plus with the run mm-hmm. game, the, the, the Browns are doing nothing wrong on the office level. Got in Stefanski, got in um, as much players on defense as possible. Got in two running backs, granted injuries now. But the thing is, they just don't have chemistry with each other. Should, should OBJ be moving on? Yes, but again, it's not the problem, child. He's actually been very good. Plus, Jarvis is his best friend from college. The problem is, on the yeah. field, Baker just doesn't have the, re- the the chemistry with him. I'm sure, as talented as OBJ is, I'm sure that there is a franchise out there who's very happy to have him. And he could be an impact player. Uh, we're, we're hoping for the best with that situation. I mean... You can never count it out on me. They, they could always patch things up and go on to make it to the AFC Championship Final. So who knows, you know, the conference finals, who knows? So that ends our fast break section. We move over to Super Mario Adventures, where Mario takes time out to entertain us on a very interesting event happening. Um, in either in mainstream or outside of mainstream sports, but something he's most excited about this weekend. Yay! Um, Kamaru Usman beat Colby Covington for the welterweight title um, once before. It's a heated rivalry between these two guys because neither of them like each other. Kamaru Usman is the he's the quiet killer. Like, he's the nice guy that you don't expect to be dangerous. So no one in the division was giving him respect because he didn't carry himself like a bad boy, an asshole. Colby Covington do the whole, you know, Trump supporter thing. And, you know, he's, you know, in the cameras Mm -hmm. all the time. So a lot of people don't want to give Usman credit. Also, they don't want to give Usman credit because he's black. Oh, okay. Yes, it goes back to what they even said about black quarterbacks. Yeah, that he's one of the most great technical fighters you can find right now. But people just look at him as a yes. physical specimen because he's black. But technically, the only better okay. welterweight has been George St. Pierre, the goat of all fighters. Any, any other matchup you want to point out? Yes, uh, the woman's strawweight, Rose Namayune is one of the best female fighters, arguably, of all time. Oh, they have a uh, strawweight. There's a strawweight. Okay. Yeah, there's like three female weight classes. And the, the three champions are, are the greatest women who have ever fought right now. So in all fairness, female fighting is at its peak right now, or getting better. Um, Wei Li Zhang from China. This girl is extremely dangerous. Yes. But Rose is just Rose is just too okay. great of a fighter. And it's a rematch. So she got knocked out with a head kick last time by Rose. 
and she wants to avenge it. And then it's Justin Gaethje versus yeah. Michael Chandler. Basically, now that Conor McGregor and Khabib are no longer the faces of the uh, of the lightweight division, 155 pounds, all of the new yes. guys are coming for that spot yes. now. So Gaethje is one okay. of the guys. Chandler came over from another organization, from Bellator, and he got a title shot and lost his title shot. Well, he lost the title to um Oliveira and Oliveira is basically waiting for an opponent and this match is for the interim belt if I'm not mistaken and it's going to be a brawl this is going to be blood this is going to be bloody ugly but an entertaining fight uh-huh. so yes very looking forward to that um you know the entertaining part of it, not necessarily the bloody part, but entertaining part. Oh no, trust me, this this package. fight card, this fight card is going to be bloody, bloody. Like Kamaru Usman versus Covington hate each other. It sounds it sounds sizzling, Mario. It does. Uh, so here we move over now to overtime. Overdrive, where we do our predictions for the next seven days and the key matchups that we have selected, starting with the Manchester Derby on Saturday morning, where Mario said he expected Man City to prevail. By what score, Mario? Oh, just 3 0. Oh, just 3 0. And then when the Heat hosted Jazz on Saturday night, you're expecting the Heat to come out victorious, I suppose. Uh, yes, uh, I still expect them to come out victorious because I, I still think in the regular season, depth matters and there's no deeper squad than the Miami Heat right now. And you did say that Canelo will overcome Caleb. Caleb will put up a, he's a good fighter, but no match for Canelo. Yeah. You had said also Rams will take it over Titans. Of a brave Titans may try to be. And in the Lakers heat matchup on next Wednesday, what are you expecting? I am expecting the Heat to win as well. Heat to win. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're expecting Heat, heat to go to Staples and win that game. Okay. Yeah, I think the Lakers still don't know who they are as a squad. It's a bunch of new players separate from even the big three. There's a lot of new players that need to be incorporated. Miami know who they are already have played together, already have chemistry, and have added the necessary experience and depth they needed. So they might even be the number one seed in the West, even if they in the East, even if they don't win the chip. Okay, there you have it. So Miami sparking early and blazing a trail in the NBA at the moment and expecting to continue that trend for the coming week. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, keep safe and always remember, it's one love every time.